All right, all right. What's up, podcast? Welcome back to the Public Speaker Podcast with another episode of Speech Analysis. Um, so today's speech analysis is pretty interesting. It is called, uh, I'm forgetting the name of the speech, but nonetheless, it is about tattoos helping you, uh, and it's called by Carson Bruins. Um, this is a TED Talk. It's a really interesting talk about how a scientist who loves tattoos f- is figuring out new ways to put stuff in tattoos that helps people with really bad skin problems. This is actually a really, really innovative talk. Um, The key takeaway from this, I think, is just the depth of examples and analysis and complicated things that this scientist has to communicate to a general public in a very simplified way, Um, and the ability for him to make it a story by bringing history into it, by bringing problems into it, solutions, and then explaining the innovativeness of those solutions. Um, So I really enjoyed this speech. Definitely check out the video on YouTube if you want to see the person talking about it and if you want to do some research on him. But yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoy the talk and let's get into the analysis. I'd like to introduce you to an interesting person named Utzi. He lives in Italy at the South Tyrol Museum of Archaeology because he's a mummy. This is an artist's rendition of what he might have looked like when he was alive 5,300 years ago. You want to see what he looks like today? Okay, brace yourselves. Gross mummy pic coming at you. So (laughs) he's not as handsome as he used to be. But he's so let's talk about that um, that introduction. So that was a interesting introduction. Um, so the, here we see the use of the visual aid that is going to be assisting the public speaker. Nothing they said uh, was like that crazy to grab the audience's attention. It was really about the change in like whatever thousand years of that body to uh, a different person. The one question he did ask though, which was. Um, do you want to see what he looks like today? And that got some reaction out of it. So he used a level of interactivity in terms of the questions he asked combined with the visual aid, ultimately getting people to care about the beginning of the speech. So let's see where it goes from here. Uh, he's actually in great shape for a mummy because he was discovered frozen in ice. Utsi is the oldest mummy that's been discovered with preserved skin. 5,300 years is super old, older than the Egyptian pyramids. And Utsi's skin is covered in 61 black tattoos, all lines and crosses on parts of his body where he might have experienced pain. So scientists think that they might have been used to mark sites for some kind of therapy, like acupuncture. So clearly, if the oldest skin we've seen is all tattooed up, tattooing is a very ancient practice. But fast forward to today, and tattoos are everywhere. Almost one in four Americans has a tattoo. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. And whether you love tattoos or hate them, this talk will change the way you think about them. Cool. Um, So I think that was a good uh, beginning before he gets into sort of the meat of the speech. Um, He did a good job bringing up the statistic, one in four Americans, multi-billion dollar industry. So now he's sort of appeasing some of the audience's concerns about tattoos because Intrinsically, he knows uh, in presenting the speech about tattoos, which is that there's probably going to be some people in the audience who don't like tattoos, not because they have any like super moral stance about it, which maybe there are some people like that, but mainly because the objective fact about tattoos is that they don't go away, they're permanent. Um, and some people really, at least like three out of four people uh, in America, don't want that permanent stain on their body. So it's not like he's fighting an uphill battle, but there is definitely a little bit of reputation that needs to be done. Obviously the demographic of the crowd matters, maybe the more liberal, maybe the more younger. 
Um, but nonetheless, there is a semi-elephant in the room that I think the rest of the talk, which is why he says, I hope you're prepared to change the way you think about tattoos because that's what this talk is going to do, uh, we'll ultimately get into and then facilitate a different discussion. So let's see where it goes from here. So why are tattoos so popular? Unlike Bootsy, most of us today use tattoos for some kind of self-expression. Personally, I love tattoos because I love art. And there's something so wonderful to me, almost romantic, about the way a tattoo as an art form cannot be commodified. Right? Your tattoo lives and dies with you. It can't be bought or sold or traded. So its only value is really personal to you. And I love that. Now, I tend to gravitate towards really colorful tattoos because I'm obsessed with color. I teach a whole course on it at my university. But my very first tattoo was an all-black tattoo, like Utsi's. Yep, I did that cliche thing that young people do sometimes, and I got a tattoo in a language I can't even read. <laughs> okay, but I was 19 years old. I had just returned from my first trip overseas. I was in Japan in the mountains, meditating in Buddhist monasteries, and it was a really meaningful experience to me, so I wanted to commemorate it with this Japanese and Chinese character for mountain. Now, here's what blows my mind. My 14-year-old tattoo and Utsi's 5,300-year-old tattoos are made of the same exact stuff. Soot, that black, powdery carbon dust that gets left behind in the fireplace when you burn stuff. And if you zoom way, way in on either my tattoo or Utsi's tattoos, you'll find that they all look something like this. A tattoo is nothing more than a bunch of tiny pigment particles, soot in this case, to get trapped in the dermis, which is the layer of tissue right underneath the surface of the skin. So in over 5,000 years, we've done very little to update tattoo technology, apart from getting access to more colors and slightly more efficient methods of installation. While I'm an artist, I'm also a scientist, and I direct a laboratory that researches nanotechnology, which is the science of building things with ultra-tiny building blocks thousands of times smaller even than the width of a human hair. And I began to ask myself, how could nanotechnology serve tattooing? If tat so here we are getting into uh, the problem of the speech and a little bit of a personal experience transition. So if you've been watching some of my speech reviews, hopefully you've, you've picked up on the fact that um, a lot of times a speech needs a dilemma, needs a problem, right? So in this case, it was uh, thousands of years have passed by, but tattoo technology has not changed, which allows him to transition then into the personal experience of what he does for a living and how that correlates to a potential solution to the problem that can be had. And now the rest of the speech, I think like six minutes left of it, um, is going to probably get into that solution, get into some obstacles of that solution, and then uh, discuss what the overall purpose of it is. Um, so this is very important, right? Because the speech would kind of be going nowhere if he was just talking about mummy tattoos from thousands of years ago, right? There has to be a dilemma that is relevant and informational and entertaining in some manifestation to today's audience, to the people who are actually watching uh, and listening, and then something meaningful said after that problem is introduced. Um, so let's see where it goes from here. Tattoos are just a bunch of particles in the skin. Could we swap those particles out for ones that do something more interesting? Here's my big idea. I believe that tattoos can give you superpowers. <laughs> now, I don't mean they're going to make us fly, but I do think that we can have superpowers in the sense that tattoos can give us 
new abilities that we don't currently possess. By upgrading the particles, we can engineer tattoo inks that will change not only the appearance of our skin, but also the function of our skin. Let me show you. This is a diagram of a microcapsule. It's a tiny hollow particle with a protective outer shell about the size of a tattoo pigment, and you can fill the inside with practically whatever you want. So what if we put interesting materials inside of these microcapsules and made tattoo inks with them? What sorts of things could we make a tattoo do? What problems could we solve? What human limitations could we overcome? Well, here's one idea. One of our weaknesses as humans is that we can't see ultraviolet or UV light. That's the high energy part of sunlight that causes sunburn and increases our risk of skin cancer. Many animals and insects can actually see UV light, but we can't. If we could, we'd be able to see sunscreen when it was applied on our skin. Unfortunately, most of us don't wear sunscreen, and those of us who do can't really tell when it wears off because it's invisible. It's the main reason we treat over 5 million cases of preventable skin cancer every year in the US alone, costing our economy over $5 billion annually. So how could we overcome this human weakness with a tattoo? Well, if the problem is that we can't see UV rays, maybe we can make a tattoo detect them for us. So I thought, why don't we take some microcapsules, load it up with a UV-sensitive color-changing dye, and make a tattoo ink out of that? Now, one of the troubles of being a tattoo technologist is finding willing test subjects. <laughs> and when it came time to test this tattoo ink, I thought it best not to torture my poor graduate students. So I decided to tattoo a couple of spots on my own arm instead. And it actually worked. Check it out. I call these tattoos solar freckles because they're powered by sunshine. And right now they're invisible, but as soon as I expose them to a UV light acting as the sun, there they are, blue spots. Now, I'm not wearing sunscreen in this video, but if I was, those blue spots would not appear. And then when my sunscreen wore off later, the solar freckles would reappear in UV light, and I would know that it was time to reapply sunscreen. So these tattoos act as a real-time, naked-eye indicator of your skin's UV exposure. And of course, I think there are lots of really cool artistic things you could do with a color-changing tattoo like this but I hope that it will also help us solve a big problem in skin protection. <laughs> so that was really dope. Um, I've never seen anything like this before, but there is a real tangible solution with hard proof evidence that is being uh, utilized via the visual aid um, and then given to the audience as a way for them to consume and then understand what the solution is. 
So definitely a very interesting solution. So he's, he had an introduction, set up the problem. He's technically solved the problem. So now the next three minutes of the speech, we're going to see if he gets into some macro level goals, some philosophical principles about innovation. The speech can go in a lot of different directions, actually. So um, let's see where it goes from here. Let me give you another example. Normal human body temperature is about 97 to 99 degrees Fahrenheit. And if you fall outside of that range, you need to seek medical attention right away. Now, the problem is that humans can't detect our own body temperature without a thermometer. Sure, you could try the old hand on the forehead trick, but there's zero scientific evidence to back that up. So what if we could create a tattooable thermometer that you could access anytime? Well, remember how the solar freckles used a UV-sensitive dye inside of the microcapsules of the tattoo ink? Well, you could also put heat-sensitive dyes inside of microcapsules, and you could make different tattoo inks that change color at different temperatures. Suppose it was 96, 98, and 100 degrees Fahrenheit. If you place those inks side by side, now you have a temperature scale tuned to the human body. In this video, you can see the different patches of tattoos disappearing sequentially as the pigskin we tested them on is heated up. So if you were to place a tattoo like this in a location that was stable to external temperature fluctuations, maybe inside of the mouth, perhaps on the back of the lip, then you'd be able to read your body temperature anytime by just glancing at your tattoo in the mirror. Amazing, right? Another, thank you. <laughs> Another limitation that we have as humans is that our skin doesn't conduct electricity. And that can be a good thing, but not necessarily <laughs> if you have a biomedical, an electronic biomedical implant, like a pacemaker, for example. Right now, if you have a pacemaker, you need surgery every five or 10 years to replace the battery when it dies. And wouldn't it be nice if instead we could simply recharge the battery through a patch of conducting skin? Well, if you were to try to tackle that problem with a tattoo, the first step would be to make a tattoo that conducts electricity. So we've been working on a conducting tattoo ink in my lab. And right now, we're able to increase the conductivity of skin over 300-fold with our conducting tattoo ink. Now, we have a long way to go before we reach the conductivity of something like a copper wire, but we're making progress, and I'm really excited about this because I think that it could open up a whole new world of possibility for tattoos. I envision a future where tattoos enable us, tattooable wires and tattooable electronics enable us to merge our technologies with our bodies so that they feel more like extensions of ourselves rather than external devices. So these are a few examples of the new abilities that we can gain by using nanotechnology to upgrade our tattoos. But this really is only the beginning. I believe the sky is the limit for what we can do with high-tech tattoos. In the future, tattoos will not only be beautiful, they'll be functional too. <laughs> Thank you. Right, that was Could a Tattoo Help You Stay Healthy by Carson Bruns. Um, so I like the speech. I really like the content of it. It was very, very interesting. I've never heard of something like this before. This is like someone who's actually doing some really cool stuff to, uh, to
to change the world potentially um i think the ending of it was okay i like that he brought up um more examples um more examples are always good um i thought maybe it could have been an even larger message about things and if you've been watching these speech analyses by now you know i like like larger themes and speeches but regardless of that i think the final three minutes that was spent on different examples like the, the lip thing like the the heat thing the rechargeable battery like that's just really amazing content um that he's communicating in terms of what he can potentially solve so um yeah i thought this speech was pretty good uh, i guess biggest takeaway from this is uh the telling of a solution to a problem in a very unique way right uh like if you have the ability to if you have the, the evidence and you put in the work whatever many years it probably took for him to really get this down um then the best part of it is communicating it right like it means nothing for someone to do all this research on tattoo technology if they can't explain any of that to the world they can't communicate why that's important um and really like if you're someone who's shy at public speaking or, or if you're someone who's done something extraordinary but you're really scared to communicate it like it's an amazing thing once you're able to communicate it and what he's done is like just an amazing innovative solution with tattoo technology that he used a historical foundation to be able to bring up to generate some excitement introduce the problem and then really walk through the technical elements of a solution that is probably hyper specific and maybe requires some advanced degrees to work on in a laboratory but made it very simple for an everyday person to understand what he was talking about um, even bring up things like the the head on the forehead trick right like making it super relatable in the way that he's communicating this message to an audience for them to be able to care about what he's saying and actually understand what he's saying as well um so yeah like if you if you do something innovative the, the best part of it is after to, to to tell it to the world and really show and communicate it in whatever way you can um and public speaking is one of the ways that you can communicate uh, a super cool thing. So I like the speech. I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was really cool. Let me know what you guys think. Leave your thoughts and opinions in the comments. Leave a speech that you would like me to review and hopefully it'll make this channel. Um, and yeah, please subscribe. That, that We're at 41 subscribers now. We were at like 16 not too long ago. Uh, so 41 is pretty awesome. But yeah, thank you guys for watching and I'll see you on the next video.